Welcome to Pangstars. Today our guest is Mark Little. He was born on October 21st in New Westminster, British Columbia. He is a Libra. Before we get on to him, let's introduce our host. She's a meditation teacher, sound healer, and kombucha drunk, <laughs> Shah Pang. Hi, I am a kombucha drunk. I brew my own kombucha. This you found time. a loophole. A loophole in... I don't drink alcohol, so the trace amounts of alcohol in my home-brewed kombucha give me a headache and I get drunk. And it's really... It's not embarrassing. It's I'm, a little bit embarrassing. No. Have you heard? Have either of you heard about the Asian flush? Do you know about that? Right? Like, some of us cannot metabolize alcohol. I'm one of those people that can't metabolize alcohol. Which is... So, therefore, I'm, like, 55, and everyone thinks I'm 25. So, yeah, I mean, I, I cut it with ginger ale in OJ, so... How are you with drinking, Mark? <laughs> I have a mixed relationship with drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I can't do drinking anymore. Can't do it. Can't do it. I'm hanging up the... The, it's, the glass it's sober october people like to do a sober october and then they just like fuck it up in november again it's because we're all growing mustaches oh god <laughs> get too loose oh god oh movember oh, oh yeah, november for prostate cancer my facial Awareness. hair is so bad i remember like thinking oh yeah i want to get a beard sometime <laughs> And then I had a breakup and I thought this would be a good time to grow mm. out the old facial hair. The shit is like goatee. Is it scraggly like an Asian man's? Like I my Asian brother's it, no, like no. scraggly. Because be careful. Don't answer that. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trap. <laughs> no, but like that, it, they can pull it off better than I can. Mine was like sort of more gingery and... Did it just look like ginger dust on your face? Yeah. No. Mm. Asian guys can pull off the scraggly goatee, I think. Yeah. It looks good. My but... buddy has probably spent 10 years growing like a decent like <laughs> goatee beard thing, mustache thing. Yeah. Mark has got some like shadow. I've been t I've been experimenting with how short to take it. I took it a bit too short under the chin. Not great. <laughs> Not great. Whoa. Got that like weird clubber look where it's Aww. just like a hard line at the jaw. Oh. Makes everything under your chin look like... <gasps> <laughs> like a pelican's like underbeak. Oh my lord! Wow. I got a full salmon in here, folks. Full salmon. <laughs> in the gullet. Have you seen that video of the the gullet? That's the, the, the pelican eating that smaller bird. No. It's pretty crazy. What just, kind of bird? Like it, it swallows it completely. Does it dive into the water and get it, or does it just eat it on the pier? No, it was like by a pond, and this pelican just like eats this uh, pigeon. Whoa. Shit, it was mad. That's Imagine lunch. being that ch that pigeon. <laughs> you think that it's not going to happen at all? Like you don't eat people like me. Yeah, exactly. And then no, I do. Comes. Yeah. Imagine that's how you go. That for a bird is the same as getting murdered by it for a human. We're just like you're like <laughs> yeah, but person. I wouldn't get murdered right now. And then the person's like, actually, I'm a murderer. Well, it's getting like, murdered. Shit. Oh it's no. Murdered by the person. You it's like embarrassing expect. to be murdered by that person. You know. Yeah. It's not like you'd be murdered by like a murderer. You're being murdered by a kid. It's a big, big kid who's twice as big as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who comes from the sea. <laughs> um, am I allowed to just keep playing this? Yeah, throughout, absolutely. Or do you want me to no, it sounds. Oh, it sounds yeah, good. Play, it's so play nice. It. You're the most enthusiastic guest who, who liked it. 
You should post well. a picture of this thing because it's truly uh, mesmerizing. It's, uh, I call it, it's called a spirit drum, which I don't think does it justice. It looks, I'm just like, it's like a UFO xylophone that sounds better than a xylophone. That's true. Yeah. That's it looks I like a, like it. a metal pin cushion. Yes. Um, it also just looks like a big, big version of just like a trap. Like, like I'm going to play it the this? wrong way and then it's going to open up yeah. and shoot me to the boundary between heaven and hell <laughs> Like <laughs> where it, I will be tortured. Like in an alien movie, it's like Mark Little. You have been chosen from Earth to play this instrument. And if you play it the right way, Earth will be saved. But That's if right. not, but if not, then like like yeah. a, like legions and generations of an unending hell yeah. <laughs> plague will descend upon like the universe. Play it in a certain order and then it sort of like oh, comes yeah. apart. Yeah, one <laughs> steamy yeah. tube comes out like a steamy pillar. Yeah. Um, but in my hubris, I would think I could get it right on the first time because I'd fancy myself a bit of a musician and then my hand would get gobbled up and then a, and then a young boy would come along <laughs> and do it well because his heart is pure. I, I choose the box. <laughs> That's right. Well, let me jump into this chart. Like I have never met Mark before and he had a very sweet Libran charm as both of you are both Libras. And actually in Mark's chart here, we have... One, two, three, four, five signs in Libra. You're mm. like personal planets, like that more describe maybe perhaps your personality or behaviors mm. and your larger social planets, which are more generational. Social planets. Social planets. Wow. Um, and you also have a fair bit of Sagittarius, like you have four signs in Sag. I am a Sagittarius and I have four signs in Sag and I have a lot of Libra and social planets. What are the characteristics of Sag. Yes, uh, Sagittarius is a fire sign. It's mutable, so can kind of go with the flow. Sagittarius is the adventurer, the philosopher, wow. like asking or being curious about philosophical or bigger questions in life, uh, about travel and always like going places. Even if you're not traveling, you may be like, for example, I didn't travel all year, but I'm always in different places in the city or different, like meeting different groups of people. And I always have a giant backpack with too much shit that I have to carry mm. because I'm, I always need my gear or like need to be somewhere. But let's look deeply into Mark's chart. The sun is in Libra. This is the sign that most people know. Okay. And how much do you know about all of this stuff, Mark? I know the scales. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Libra's got the scales. Yes, you have the scales of balance and harmony, yeah. peace, uh, romance, and beauty, aesthetics. You are ruled by the planet Venus. So, you know, like, you know, the goddess of love and beauty. Mm. Um, so harmony is important. Making the peace is something that you can do. Like you already were like, Lewis, maybe don't answer that question. <laughs> well, it's that was trap. just a joke. It's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> don't walk into it. Just say, just say something. I would actually say I was thing. stirring up the pot. <laughs> but it. I'll take your. Oh, say we've it, had Lewis. we've had uh, arguments and tense moments on the podcast, and I think, sure. oh, am I going to have to cut that out? I and then I listen to it back, and I'm like. Nah, that's gold. That's <laughs> stay in. Yeah, well, Mark's moon is in Sagittarius. And we already talked about qualities of Sagittarius. So the moon sign could be you, like inner emotions behind closed doors, you by yourself, mm. or you with closer friends and family, like people that you trust. 
And like really Sagittarius is just like a happy-go-lucky wanderer Jupiter ruled by the planet Jupiter, which is the planet of fortune, good luck and expansion. So mm. I don't know if you felt like you have been very lucky or like auspicious or that things like, let's say, maybe in your career or in your life have gone like pretty smoothly. I don't know if you career. Yeah, more yeah. or less. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been doing all of this comedy TV, all this stuff for now at this point? Um, Comedy since high school. Wow. Okay. So like. That's a long time. Yeah. That's, that's more than half my life. Wow. Um, I've, I've been a fan of yours for about 10 years, which is kind of mad. Yeah. Thinking about it. Ever that's wrong. Like, that's frankly. That's a long time. You got to switch it up. <laughs> 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 Give me some shade. Give me the cold shoulder. Um, yeah. But I've been, yeah, I've been working. Yeah. Picnic Face was like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Started. Yeah. Ended about eight years ago. And that all went pretty well. And then everything's been pretty cool since then obviously listen not perfect (laughs) there have been some disappointments along the way sure not gonna pretend there haven't but it's all feeling fine now that i've got this big silver dome in my lap (laughs) this is the culmination this is what you get this is what i've been leading towards yeah it's like the it's like the watch you get when you retire from a company that's right this is the watch i'm gonna get at the beginning of the movie speed before i get blown to smithereens (laughs) on my way to my final gig (laughs) Oh my goodness. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? I I just want to talk about all this beautiful Libra energy. Um, The Mercury and the Venus is in Libra. Mercury is the planet of communication, right? So that's kind of your thinking and Mm. how you speak. So I I think also for performers and comedians, like Mercury is a very important sign to watch Mm. because that's how you express yourself. Mm. And again, like, you know, Libra, again, you can't find fault with Libra. At worst, Libra is indecisive and won't give you their true opinion because you know how to play all sides. You know how to keep the peace and you know how to speak diplomatically. And Libras are charming Mm. and social people, social butterflies. So like, you know how to, you know, make every situation work for you, perhaps. Mm. I wouldn't say that's 100% accurate, but it's not inaccurate. Sure. I've been accused of wanting everyone to like me. Is that a Libra thing? That's a Libra mm-hmm. thing, yeah. thousand percent. People pleaser to the point of like not wanting to offend or like I want everybody to like me. So like let me let me maneuver this or let me just mm-hmm. like make it work. Cause, and you do. You're charming, right? You guys have that. Yes, we are. Yes. And Venus is in Libra. That is like love behavior or romantic relationships. And Libra is a sign that is good at relationships. Libra is a sign of partnership. Think about balancing the scales, creating harmony with your partner or creating harmony in a situation, like Mm. being able to diffuse, like, like, you know, not letting things get too like heated or whatever. You can always keep calm Mm. despite whatever's happening under the surface. Mm -hmm. Libra season started on the 23rd of September. It's Libra season, baby. Order your Libra coffee at Starbucks. (laughs) Libra have, spice. Have you been into? Have you been feeling like in your groove? Have you? Been yeah, I have. Ooh, so have I. Like yes. I, I thought it was just because I liked it when it gets a bit cooler and it's autumn and that. That's what I said. I've always felt good this time of year, but I don't know because with the astrology stuff, like um, I'm trying to be, I'm the more kind of neutral voice on it. But mm-hmm. there's so much to it that seems very like coincidental. So maybe there is something to like, you know, the planets and like um, being on the right track sort of thing. I don't know. It's very mysterious. Yeah. 
uh, straight up last night, I was lying in bed with my girlfriend and I was talking about feeling better in the last mm. couple of weeks and wondering why that was. Okay. And then guessing, I mean, who knows how many reasons there sure. are for it, but uh, guessing that I was just like, uh, I just think I don't like heat because I'm always <laughs> making up all these excuses for why yeah. I'm like, I've been to Los, I've, you know, done the comedian's trek of going yeah. to Los Angeles multiple sure. years in a row for a month or two. Mm. And I'm always like, ah, oh, there's something about that city. Like, I don't like mm. it. I don't like it. And there's a number of reasons not to like that city. But most people seem to. Mm. But really, the people who seem to seem to very much like heat. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, I just don't. I like cool weather. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. it is it that simple? Or is it the planets? Is it the planets? Could be the planets. Honestly, but like you, you notice when it's when it's a full moon, for example. There's like a there's energy, like a palpable energy. Everyone's on there's always Everyone's some wilding out and doing some crazy shit oh god yeah. me above all i get these fangs i get these claws <laughs> <laughs> i take victims this is something that I, um i noticed in a lot of your like sketches and stuff there's a lot of like uh like monster energy like we watched yeah. the was it the Megalords? And you're, yes. You're talking about the energy drink, and thank you. <laughs> I, am, I have been sponsored by them for 14 years. <laughs> but since before I was doing comedy, they just saw something in me. Is there, I don't know, do you not necessarily believe in monsters, but like, do you have like a fixation on monsters or that sort? Yeah, of even though I've never liked horror movies, or mm -hmm. I, I don't dislike them, but I've never been like a buff. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I like, I like, I don't know what it is because I'm not great. I'm not like a sci-fi crazy fan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fantasy crazy fan and I'm not a horror crazy fan, but mm -hmm. I love all of those things in service of comedy. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes from um, all of the eighties movies yes. where those yeah. genres and comedy were combined by like Spielberg mm -hmm. and various other, like Joe Dante and like all those other directors who it felt like the eighties were very much about take one of those high uh, imaginative genres, yeah. mash it with comedy give it to kids and teens like, uh, and then form their brains from there. Goosebumps, R.L. Stein. Like I grew up in the 80s too. Like there's a lot of that kind of like light monster stuff. American oh, Werewolf yeah. in London. Oh a, yeah. American Werewolf in London would have been like, yeah, very early to that. Probably set the table for a lot of that. But for me, it was like, um, you know, like E.T., Jaws, mm -hmm. Goonies. Mm -hmm. And then like Monster Squad was my favorite movie as a kid, which is Shane Black doing the Spielberg thing. Mm. Um, Did you like uh, Highlander? Because I was, <laughs> I was thinking about because I've got Lewis Moulds um, as the uh, handle on Twitter, Instagram, and something else. Mm. And I was thinking about how there's a, there's two of the Lewis Moldses in the really? world <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> One rides like dirt bikes what? or something. Wow. The other's just a guy in a shirt. And I was thinking about okay. Highlander, how there can only be one. Yeah. Okay. You got to cut off their heads, let lightning strike their bodies, and yeah. then you get their energy and yeah. powers. But I've got the at Lewis mold, so that's like you're good top, enough. You're top dog. They're coming for you. How, how oh, many shit, Mark right. Littles are there? Oh, so many. I'm sure there's a lot. So many moderately famous oh, really? semi-celebrity. <laughs> what gold. do they do? One of them's a, co a comedian actor from Australia. He's the Weird. biggest still, but I'm coming for the throne. All right, let's go. <laughs> there's a minor league baseball player. There's an Irish journalist. There's a DJ. <laughs> there's oh, so DJ many. DJ Mark Little. Oh, yeah. Isn't that hell? Yeah. D <laughs> you put DJ any name, like it just sounds lame. That's right. DJ the President of the United States? Yeah. Lame. Yeah. Still, you, you failed. DJ Justin Trudeau. 
DJ Jagmeet Singh. G- DJ Jag Singh. Jagmeet Singh would be good. I was watching the Nardwar interview with Jagmeet, and he used to do uh, hip hop nights in Brampton. Of course, like as a DJ. Bro. Look at him; he's a cool dude. Yeah, I think his brother used to do. He said he was supporting him, maybe yeah. like a hype man or something. Jagmeet, twenty twenty. Yeah. Jagmeet Singh, more like Jagmeet Spin. <laughs> Let me get the chimes. <laughs> get the chimes going on that little just, pun. Just, yeah, wash that out. But let me hop back to the chart and do a little more things, and then we can read the future, present, past, and everything in your cards. I'm like locking eyes intensely with Mark. Okay. In an ominous fashion, but it's not ominous. Yeah. We have really, we have really good Libra Skip energy. Get through this planet bullshit. All right, fine. And I just want you to Mars know that before the end of this podcast, I will say more like Jagmeet spin. Four more times. Predicting. All right. So, like, the Mars is in Sagittarius. I understand this. Like, Mars is kind of like war. aggression, war, maybe like sexuality, you know, if you want. Like, Wait, isn't that Venus, though? No, Venus is the romantic and love behavior. The Mars is a bit more like forward, like, you know, Mars is like kind of how you fight. So, oh, like, it's so like it's fiery. not necessarily like one is romance no. and sex, it's about the like. Like romantic Force. love behavior, romance, relationships, right. right? And then Mars is just like kind of like aggression or like, yeah, basically. It's in Sagittarius. You're you're basically Libra tempered with Sagittarius. There's like Jupiter and Scorpio, whatever. So there, Sagittarius doesn't think about consequences. No, you That's just open your mouth the... and say shit. But because you're a Libra who's an air sign and a thinker, you know where to hold back and you're probably thinking about like, you know, how people might react. You might. Oh, I think about that all the time, but yes. I also say things Libra. and then regret them. Yes. Nonstop. Sure. That's, yeah, yeah. Because he, he's got that Sagittarius energy. Final point, the North Node is in Cancer. So that is a water sign, Cancer the Crab, um, ruled by the moon. And, like, you do kind of have a very, like, empathetic, like, war, like, empathetic energy that Wait, was like sorry, just very charming slow down a bit explain yes. what the north node is north node so north that's note. kind of your future like or it's not even like aspiring to be the person in the future it's kind of as you go through the journey of life and as you mature as you learn your life's purpose and are working towards it i'm talking in this new age with like as your soul ascends and aims to break free from its prison of flesh, Mark. Hey man, I think about that stuff. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, it may take on or you may aspire to the qualities of cancer, which is kind of like maternal caring energy or like kind of that stubborn crab, like very crabby. crabby. Because cancer is a, a water sign with a lot of feelings. And and having a lot of feelings, maybe either you're open about it or you're like, let me protect myself. Let me just like be very crabby and let me be little bit prickly towards people so that they don't discover what my true soft underbelly right. feelings are. Right. So that's a cancer. Crap soft shell crap. You don't eat my insides. Mm. I'm tasty. Don't put me in butter. <laughs> Delicious. So I've got some cards here. Yeah. And uh, have you ever had a tarot reading, Mark? I've never. Okay, cool. So I'm going to shuffle these cards. Okay. And you just tell me when to stop shuffling. Okay, while you're shuffling them, I'm going to absolutely go nuts on this bowl for a second. Do it. Or whatever you call it. UFO of Earth's humanity.
What an absolute dream. Um, okay. I say stop. I stopped. So now I'm going to cut the deck into three separate stacks so you can let me know where to do that. Like halfway, a third down, three quarters, whatever. Okay. Um, Just let me know. A third down. A third down like this. Yeah. To my left or to my right, shall I place this? Um, t you place that to your right. Okay. Would you like me to cut this pile here? Sure. All right. And how far down or up? Um, how far down? Uh, let's go another third. Let's do this in thirds. Oh, so so balanced. Such uh, a good Libra. Let All the right. listener know that I don't buy this and I think she's cheating. <laughs> it's like a shell game. <laughs> Just kidding. It's yeah, a yeah. shell game. Totally. Yeah. Which one of these uh, things is money under? Exactly. <laughs> All of them. Okay. Oh. So let me know which stack to pick up. We're going to combine them back and okay. restack them into one pile. Okay. Here's what I want. Mm -hmm. Trusted you the first time. Let's put them back the way they were. Oh my gosh. So what is that? <laughs> uh, left first, then toss back that here? right up top. Yeah. Oh, I... No one's ever done that. I'm, re I'm really into this. Okay, here we go. So here's the reading. I've got a seven card reading for you. Okay. Past, present, future. The a lesson coming into your life. Ooh, a lesson. Okay. This is a lesson already learned. So that's something you're done with. Okay. So there, perhaps there's like mastery. This is what is working for you. And mm -hmm. I caught a glimpse of it. This is what isn't working. So let's okay. see what happens here. How come all of these cards look like death? <laughs> Just kidding. She hasn't because it's yet. all, it's coming for every one Sweet. of us. Sweet. Okay. Get ready. All right. Pass card. Ooh, we have the five of swords. Let's describe this. Feel free to describe it. I describe it? Yep. Okay. It looks like there's two worms kind of struggling there's a sword bisecting them and there's a worm up top and a worm down below and then there's crossed swords under one worm but then under the other worm the swords are not crossed <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a five uh, roman yeah. numeral five at the top that is right now what the hell does this mean well, when we get into swords energy, this is kind of like it's an air energy, right? That's mental. That's the intellect, maybe about discernment, obviously about possibly power issues because we have that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. And the five of swords, Mr. Lewis Moulds, do, do you want to read this? I'd love to. It's it's about self-destruction. Yeah. Hey, okay, I love that. I want to turn myself into a two worms. <laughs> <laughs> Yet another card of warning. The Five of Swords depicts the destruction of the self. You'll be lured into another situation or arguments you know to avoid. Oh, yeah. That sounds like Twitter. Your <laughs> selfishness and desire True. for power will lead you to defeat. Pain and discord will result. Mm. Damn. It's like really... This is a very heavy interpretation of the cards. So this is the, the cards. past. This is the past. It's okay. not even that bad, frankly. For this, this is kind of like... It's the double-edged nature of the sword, right? right? Am I defeating people or am I being defeated as I go out and do this? And and because it isn't like an air card, an air sign, and we have some air signs here, also your comedian, like it can be like words are hurting, right? It could be like, you know, it could have something to do with arguments or words... Um, upright here my mm. other book suggests you know change is a part of life the more you resist it the more difficult you could make things for yourself whatever needs to be changed whether that's your lifestyle your philosophy or your inner beliefs about yourself now is the time to get to work and bring those changes into your daily life so that could be another piece of information there okay right so moving on we move don't into don't engage yeah. <laughs> stop engaging <laughs> get off of twitter um 
next card ace of pentacles reverse no big deal feel free to describe what you see here okay it looks like a target made of wood that you might shoot an arrow at robin hood style but it's got some uh sort of stray branches growing off of this target so it kind of looks artisanal um it's like you know it's like a piece of wood that's been you can see all the rings uh with a little beam a kind of like uh Let's not joke about this. It looks like a butthole. <laughs> there's, a but- anus. there's a cat's anus beam in the middle of this lovely artisanal wood slice that might get glazed and sold at a farmer's market for a lot of money. And you'd buy it and your cat would feel jealous of this pitch perfect anus in the middle. I know. It's like a hemorrhoid. What was that uh, Robin Hood film where there's that like archery competition? And he splits the arrow? Yeah. That's Some- the cartoon one, the Disney one with the fox. No, that... That was a good men one, in but tights? there was the Mel Brooks no, 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 Robin the, Hood's men the in one tights? with the the animals, the foxes. Yeah, um, Is no, it a there was one? a there was like a real. It was a female archer, and someone gets the bullseye, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, how's she going to get closer?" And then she just splits, splits the, arrow? the arrow. You're sure that's not the uh, fox one? That's a live action one. Yeah, live action. Okay, um, I don't know. I know, Maybe they remade it. Was it Prince of Thieves? Ooh, the uh, yeah. Kevin Costner one Could with the be. Brian Adams soundtrack? <laughs> I remember it oh being boy. a female. Now I'm remembering that song. Now it's in my <laughs> it's head. a good one. I want to say it's like a female Robin Hood. Well, there is a female fox Robin Hood in the fox one. I know <laughs> it's I keep not that back one. That. There's another one. I guess that's Marion, actually. No. Um, there was I, a good uh, series, actually, that was a, it was Maid Marion and Her Merry Men. And it oh, had really? like Maid Marion as the main character. Was it British? Yeah. And then it had like Robin Hood as this sort of like ditzy. <laughs> it was really dude. It yeah, had a, um, a ditzy dude. It had Tony Robbins oh. in. You know the guy who plays Baldrick in Blackadder. He played the sheriff of Nottingham. You know when you say Tony Robbins to a North American, I just think of like Tony Robbins, the motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. No, he was in Time Team. You can do it, Robin Hood. You can win this. <laughs> you got this. Get up, get Let up. Let me crush my hand with my crush your hand with my giant handshake. <laughs> Well, we have Ace of Pentacles reverse. This is a present card. And when it's reversed, you know, we have the pentacles. So that has to do with material wealth, security, career, your home, all those kind of Maslow's basic level needs, like that kind of stuff, material goods. And a pentacle is like five tentacles or what's a pentacle? <laughs> a pentacle looks like like the pentagram. Oh, right? like, like a like pentagram. Like that coin type yeah. thing. Gotcha. Um, the ace in the reverse position could indicate that you have a new venture that's in the idea stage, right? Things are taking root and a seed has been planted. Okay. Okay. So you are laying the groundwork to achieve a greater level of security and prosperity. Your material gain will come, but it may be delayed, but it's growing, right? And you must be patient and persistent. Do not get discouraged. So that's the present card. We move into the future position and let's see what we have here. Ooh, we have the tower mark. This is a major arcana card. Play, play that drum. Okay. Play something. This is dramatic. The tower is, is, is dramatic. He's probably the second only. It's not the third guy. It's a tower. It's a flaming tree. Why don't you describe it, Lewis, while Mark plays? What do we see here? Wait, I want to hear this a little bit. 
we should go like we think we should play more music on this i, I agree I it's agree. Better. So fun. Maybe we should give someone else. Well, no one else can have the ball. They might. Break we should it. just give like some of the chimes. Let me play the drum next time if they're not musical. Yeah, we should I, just I do love like um, extended interlude. Because like we've had a few really good musicians. Just on. a few. Yeah. Let me tell you, this thing is fail safe. Every note sounds That's good. Right. Every combo sounds good. Yeah. Exactly. Have you Making explored the other side yet? Yeah, the true. The what high octave. The hell, there's another side. Yes. I'm flipping it upside down, Here folks. Go. I think it's better to have the uh, the drum on this one because it's the mallet because it's yeah. thicker. Yeah. Yeah, you could hit a little harder. Very light. I think I prefer the other side because you have the. the I like the center one. C. This is C sharp minor, thirteen mm. notes. It's interesting though. We had a guest, uh, Peter Fraser, who put it on its side and played. He put it sideways both. between his legs and played both ends. Yeah. <gasps> like that, it was yeah. like a. It was playing some like uh, Giles Peterson bonobo type melody on it. It sounded really sick. Sorry, the card. Cool. Feel free to describe it, anybody. Um, okay, what are we looking at here? The a tower, huge tree. Arcana. Huge tree. It's being struck by two little bolts of lightning. Unlikely at the same time. <laughs> uh, at One at the very top, one a little bit further down. It's more of a silhouette of a tree, a relief. White against black. There's rain in the background. Cool font at the bottom saying, baby, it's the tower. Unexpected upheaval. Do you mm. want to read this, Lewis? I do. All right. When the tower card appears, it's time to balance your, brace yourself for a change. The well-rooted tree that's been growing strong for decades is crashing down around you. Your world may feel like it's literally falling apart and you didn't see that it coming. Mm. Even though this phase is painful and confusing, it will be over soon. You'll look back and feel grateful things changed course. You might even see it as a personal breakthrough in the end. Wow, so that's what's coming for me? Apparently. I mean, I find this interesting. When somebody gets a tower, it's like like the former structures are like really a very big thing is changing. Mm. It's like whatever that is, it's kind of like some people may interpret it as representing catastrophe or like disruption or adversity. But I don't even feel that concern about it. But it's something... It's like a big dramatic event sometimes, right? It's kind of like, oh, your my worldview is shattered because something. I don't know what that is. I don't really feel that ominous about it, but surely, like th this does mean that perhaps something really big is about to happen. Well, like, if knows, the worst the is yet to something. come, that's bad. But if it's a breakthrough, <laughs> hell yeah. yeah. You know, we'll see. Go on to the next one. This is what the energy lesson coming into your life. We have three of pentacles. Take a look here and describe. I've never this seen card. that card before. No, okay, yeah, it's, we're looking. it's come up a few times. We're looking at a mountain. Not, not on this show. A mountain in the winter, I guess. Mm -mm. Maybe rain coming down on that mountain. Maybe not with this deck. And then uh, three little, uh, yeah, pentagram thingies in circles connected by, and they're colorful. <laughs> these guys are colorful. <laughs> There's a black and white mountain, but these these little circle pentagrams, that's where the color is. Right, and this one is kind of like achievement, like, through a triangulation like there's a lot of support here it could be two other friends or two other things like three pillars like kind of like friends helping you climb the mountain because we don't reach any kind of summit or peak in our life without others help or others support or others interest right yeah so this is this is actually a nice foundation 
upside down it's not really a big deal let me just take a look here oh it's upside down oh no the mountain's upside down easier to climb (laughs) (laughs) the three of pentacles is the card of the craftsman someone who has already developed skill in a profession or a trade you've been doing this since high school hell yeah very interesting it is time to turn these skills to profit and success is assured the three of pentacles usually shows you are planning or conferring about a future action such as cooperating in a business venture but here's the thing your present card is ace of pentacles that means a bit of a delay your future card suggests something very dramatic happening so it my intuition is kind of saying is something working or is it not is it going to some conclusion that you don't expect and because this is also reversed, I'm just like, what is that? Because yeah. the reverse definition of three of pentacles here, the lesson coming into your life of which you may be experiencing or about to experience is it's, interesting to me. It says or suggests here, like you may or may not be making the effort to acquire the new skills you need in today's mar- changing marketplace. I'm shaking my head. I don't know. You may be stuck in a job you may not like, but could lack the confidence or ambition to strike out and change things for the better is just suggesting that you need to get going thought without action is invalid i don't know what that means but something is going on i'm like what is the unexpected result or what is the delay or something that's the energy's not flowing on course why Mm. is that because i don't feel that i'm just like what is that as we open more cards we see more of a picture right yeah okay so well, it's, it's i think it's clear yeah. i'm gonna die soon and then everyone's gonna like my work after i'm dead and it'll all make a lot of money for my estate <laughs> so cavendish then, season two post-mortem <laughs> so as we open the next card this is a lesson already learned let's take a look at what it could be this is the seven of swords what do we have here what do oh we wow well i'm looking at six swords lined up at the top and then a big old fox little cutie sitting on the seventh sword and he's shy and coy about it mm-hmm. he's hiding his face like, behind where, his tail seven swords he's like no i think there was only six swords <laughs> but no. he's clearly hiding the seventh he wants that one crafty little fox i don't remember if it was upright or not i think it was upright it, it doesn't matter it doesn't it? matter i mean this one is almost about like deception or secrecy right as you can see this fox is curled up hiding the seventh sword sometimes this suggests kind of like oh is there something that i others are keeping from me are people keeping a secret or hiding some important detail from me Mm. or is it me that's also like refusing (laughs) to like acknowledge something is there something that i have that i'm not seeing with perception and seeing clearly because the swords is really about like discernment right and intellectual not intellectual rigor but just like kind of having the right perception and the right understanding of what your actual situation is i have a question about foxes do you get foxes in toronto not in this city damn i don't believe so coyotes maybe if you're by a ravine yeah you don't get a ton of foxes you won't get foxes here. here If you see one, he's probably firing an arrow at a target <laughs> in the only workable <laughs> adaptation of Robin Hood. That is honestly the best one. I don't even know. I haven't seen that many. Um, I do know that most of them are bad. <laughs> Why is that such a hard story to do? The crafty fox. Very is it just boring? Is it a boring story and we're all just lying to ourselves about it? I think it's hard to to 
They might do like a dark and edgy one. I can see. Haven't they done a hundred dark and edgy ones? Didn't they just do a dark and edgy one with mm. um, Russell Crowe or something? Wasn't that dark and edgy? That was probably like maybe yeah, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they need to go more light-hearted and fun because it's bows and arrows and there's like a fat fryer <laughs> and yeah, it's a lot of archetypes. Top. Yeah. Oh, Maybe they just yeah. Maybe we just need to give maybe it, it up. just sucks as a story. <laughs> maybe we need to let Marvel get their hands on it. <laughs> let Marvel take a crack. Are you a fan of like superhero films? By and large, not a huge fan. I I don't find them interesting at all. A lot of people do. Are you, are you into? Not really. No. I tend to watch them. I wait until I've seen probably over half of them of the like recent like yeah. Marvel movies or whatever. Um, I tend to wait until I'm in the exact right mood, which is to say exhausted. <laughs> My brain is like, I, well, I can't do anything, but for some reason I can't fall asleep. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that, I want to watch that. Yeah. And then I, so I just like feed it to me in my numbest state. And then I enjoy it. Yeah. Usually. But I'm... So it's just like, it's like slop that you just like yeah. feed yourself. It's like when you're super hungover and everything just tastes like, oh, nice. What a treat. <laughs> Any food. You know what I mean? It's just that. It's like a plane watch. I might watch some on the plane. Yeah, exactly. I, I was going to say ride. like you have the least resistance when you're on a plane. You can watch anything. Yeah. Like that's when I watch Sex in the City movies and mm-hmm. maybe might cry. Just <laughs> You just, everything's amazing. Yeah. Like I watched um, Plane Brain. I watched Adventureland on the plane. Oh, that's a nice movie. Yeah, mm. that was really surprisingly good. That's it's one of those movies where the soundtrack does a lot of heavy lifting for me. I don't yeah. even know if it's a good movie. Just a basic coming of age like romance plot. Those things hit all the right buttons. And then yeah. just a soundtrack. That soundtrack, I'm just like, man, I don't know. Is this well-written and good? Or do I just love this song? I think you, I think it was like a well-made film. Because it, it was like a basic coming of age thing. But it was a lot to it i was really surprised by that was a good plane ride because my dad watched it as well and he was like do you watch this film and i was like yeah it was all right wasn't it Mm -hmm. he was like yeah that is the right reaction to that movie it was all right wasn't it yeah (laughs) it was was, like yeah that wasn't bad i don't regret that go around with my own soundtrack manipulating everyone's emotions (laughs) that might work you know imagine if you did like are we not that far from it? Not L- really. Little boom Honestly, not really. Just find out when they were born. Do the math. Figure yeah. out what music was on the radio when exactly. they were 12 years old. Mm. And then that's your soundtrack. And you'll exactly. make them cry. Exactly. Make me cry with my own childhood memories. <laughs> yeah. So this, to just finish with the Seven of Swords, it could be, it's like, oh, you might have the upper hand. Exercising discretion in affairs, diplomacy intact. Very Libra, very Libra vibes. Mm. I'm going to hop over here to the lesson. Well, this is what is working for you. And it's the Four of Cups reversed, which is actually a good thing. <gasps> oh, but my God. Describe the Four of Cups. Well, it's we're doing something similar to the fox on the sword here, except I don't like it as much. It's four <laughs> little cups, goblets with stems, and then right on top of those cups. The biggest rat you've ever seen. Yeah, that's disgusting. I hate it. And then in the sky, a little moon, a little sliver moon. That's probably the best part of this card. Well, you the like moon. the moon. It's cute. But this rat, this is like the, the kind of rat, little... it's covering the mouths of all the cups Ooh. as if you've just gone to the bathroom and you don't want anyone to mess with your drink <laughs> or the bartender to take it. But why'd you have to stick with a, you know, use a coaster. Yeah. Don't gross. use a rat. Gross. 
this is my PSA for anyone who's at a bar and they're looking to cover up their drink while they go to the bathroom. Use a coaster, don't use a rat. <laughs> might seem fun, might seem niche, not hygienic. It's not big and it's not clever. And it portends ill. Don't do something that portends ill. Even if it's not like, you know, carrying disease. Yes. Just, just the image, just like the reference to the Black Plague, out of respect. Don't take don't the risk. It. Don't use it. Don't flaunt it. Unless maybe it's one of those like clean rats that goth kids wear on their shoulders <laughs> under their hair. And it sneaks out and peeks out. Maybe. But even then, I'd say don't do it. That'll scare the rat. What do you think this rat's name is? This rat? Oh, this rat's name is like <laughs> dirt. Not like this Baxter. Rat's name is it's piss. not a Baxter. No, this is piss. <laughs> piss tail. He oh. didn't name himself and he doesn't like it. And he, but he doesn't know because he's a rat. <laughs> well, the four of cups reverse. This is something that's working for you, which is interesting. It, it's kind of like a state of withdrawal from the rest of the world. It could be a necessary rest. Maybe a time to get away by yourself and just drift and dream for a while before getting back into your daily grind. So it could be kind of like removing yourself from whatever situation this is. Mm. Reversed, it says it could be something that is displeasure, disappointment, or dissatisfaction with the relationship or the way a creative project is turning out. This is actually the first cups suit that we've got. And when we have cups, it has to do with feelings emotions subconscious mm. the moon the hidden like perhaps feminine side like things that are hidden and not on the surface yeah relationships creativity the element of water so it's kind of like your subconscious or it's like maybe like feelings or something that's going on inside it says you may want to tune out to get away from possible negative feelings that you may have and it's saying that's okay it's a necessary respite and an appropriate rest or separation to regain perspective and balance so that's interesting ah. we have that here and let's go to the final seventh card in the reading this is always interesting okay. we put the whole picture together this is what is not working for you and i find this intriguing we have the father or the king of cups reversed oh yeah we got a big black swan yep. and there's a cup floating above them or it's on the shore <laughs> Yes, and we're using true. perspective, but it's we don't true. see the shore, so hard to tell. Right. So when we get a face card like this, sometimes it has to do either with an aspect of you or someone in your life. Let's see what happens when I open up this card here. Mm. King of Cups. So uh, this is kind of like it's possible that there is an involvement with one some kind of situation, romantic situation could be ending. I have no idea. But the process should not cause that much pain. You have reached a phase in your life when it could be time to move away from dependency on a mentor, father, or teacher, perhaps, or strike out on your own. And that could refer to this, the tower in the future, like a like a break mm -hmm. or a different, a big change that may be happening. Mm -hmm. um, it's also possible that the King Reverse could represent someone who is trying to get rid of you for some reason, romantic or otherwise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It says you need to let go and if necessary, more in the passing of something that was good once, but is now over. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it has to do with some form of relationships or at least emotional energy. Things being reversed, energy not flowing in a certain way, dramatic event or creative 
event or possibility that somehow is it's not like sidetracked but there's something going on mm. that i can't quite put my finger on that's why we have the seven of swords like the deception or or the like what is the basis or the cause of all of this right because you a lot of these cards are are related and have like the past is this is not nightmares this is just kind of like a bit of turmoil and negativity mm -hmm. this one is like trying to grow a seed or like plant something new there's a new venture that may be happening that is you know maybe there's some delays in it and the future is like oh something big might happen what is that um the energy coming into your life is like finding what where the support is or like working on a project where is it going what's happening with this project mm -hmm. and like what's working for you i say it seems to be kind of like taking a break or getting perspective from the situation emotionally this is getting emotional distance to see more clearly and find your discernment that's why we have swords here mm. you're being called upon to maybe remove yourself out of the general like melee of whatever it is that may be happening to get a clearer perspective on what's happening and, and where all the pieces are and in maybe you need to go on like a, a, a spirit quest go to the woods yeah. go up a mountain mm. find a fox and find a rat drain them of blood drink them in four goblets have five <laughs> swords on you and yes. plant a tree and then become and my second worm become yourself <laughs> and then also burn down a tree then you're good oh shit yeah. so i gotta really go crazy on nature for a bit <laughs> yeah this is all great advice from uh not a professional astrologer <laughs> this is an astrology i just read tarot cards for fun but True. it's always interesting what comes out in the cards it's all a pie mm. tree do we have a big question for mark to cap this off a how do i how do i avoid my dismal fate or do i need to rush head along head first into this i think it you know what whatever is gonna happen we actually all never know what's gonna happen in life mm -hmm. it's always important to find grounding and perspective for me that is actually meditation like i meditate every day mm. being able to clear your mind because like there's so much calling for our distraction there's so much on our phones and if you're a very mental air sign which is what both of you are you're thinking all the time and also you know thinking out your jokes thinking out your routines thinking out your career or things that you want to do there's a lot of stuff mm -hmm. always occupying your thoughts oh, i this find is a, this is a question it's not like the big question to okay. end off but yes. i like to ask people this question like about mm. comedy mm. what kind of like energy do you find is good for comedy because i find that being like irritable is quite good to be funny like irritable yeah if i'm like jet lagged or sleep deprived that's usually quite good for comedy mm -hmm. do you find do you have a particular state or is it just like um i find a lot of different states work yeah really well um i was really depressed a couple months ago and life wasn't that great but uh, man, my stand-up comedy was very good yeah. because I had a really like clear-eyed perspective on how to approach it. Every joke like flowed through that emotion. Mm. They say in improv, if you don't know what to do on stage, pick an emotion and then allow your choices to flow through that emotion. And that'll keep you from trying to like grasp at jokes and then living or dying by mm. each joke, which is a common problem for people who do improv, especially people who do other kinds of comedy and want to do improv. So you pick an emotion, whatever it is, positive, negative, happy, sad, angry, jealous, and then you just funnel it through that. And I find that's true. That's true for me in real life where I'm doing stand up. If I'm extremely sad or extremely fired up 
or extremely happy, mm-hmm. whatever it is, the jokes flow through that. And then there's kind of a unity of perspective and it makes it really easy. Um, but by and large, my choice, there's this state I get into when I'm super hungover, which I've mentioned, <laughs> uh, where I feel like my brain slows down and I'm not neurotic and I'm floating on a cloud. Mm. And then I feel like I can really go with the flow. Like I'm not overthinking anything. Yeah. The words come out quicker. There's no barrier. So for lack of a better term, I would call that lighthearted. <laughs> and I feel like that's obvious that lighthearted would be my preferred uh, emotional state when I go into comedy. Yeah, but other is, things work. There is like a certain level of hungover that's kind of enjoyable. Like say you go out on like a Thursday night and you're going to work on Friday and everyone's kind of a bit hungover. Mm-hmm. You're not feeling terrible, but there's like a certain level of just like... I don't know you just like eating food and just trying it's to not like resignation that's not correct but the, the the lack of resistance you don't have any barriers to whatever you're you are presenting or you're just there that you are doing it yeah in the moment you're not too worried you're not overthinking hmm. i the way i think of it is and this might be wrong but i've never had in anyone else's brain yes fingers crossed <laughs> um, but uh, are you hoping for someone's brain <laughs> just give me a little trip give me a little freaky friday for a couple days oh, man. let me see what it's like but when I'm hungover, I always think like, oh, this is what normal people feel like. And I know it's dangerous to get into normal yeah, because yeah, who yeah. knows? Mm. Yeah. But that's my assumption is like, that normal people, people you see on the street, sure. people with normal jobs who just go about their lives and don't mm. think everything to death and aren't like weighed down by their own neuroses and yeah. like weird other fucked up feelings that turn inward on them. Um, <laughs> I always feel like, oh, that must be them. The kind of people who mm. are just like, you know the kind of people who like put positive slogans on the wall, yeah, uh, or like live, on their laugh, mugs. Love. You know, live, laugh, love. Exactly. Yes. And they're just and there's nothing. They're not yeah. like they don't perceive in any way why yeah. that might be stupid, <laughs> <laughs> or like they, there's no cynicism in it. And certainly, yeah. there's no self defeating cynicism. Yeah. In it. And mm-hmm. anyway, that's how I feel when I'm when I'm hungover. I'm just like, like sometimes it's like being a character in The Sims, where yeah. you have like. You got it. Yeah. Hunger level is like, oh, now I need to eat. Yeah. I'm going to go and do some art and yeah. read a book. And it's just like very. And if a friend ha- wants to hang out, you're not like, oh, uh, mm, uh, like, uh, but I've got work to do. And uh, yeah. ooh, what are we going to talk about? And do I really want this? <laughs> Wouldn't I rather just be alone for two hours on the computer and then feel bad afterwards? You just are just like, no, yeah. I'll absolutely go <laughs> hang out with a friend. It's interesting playing The Sims because you have to sometimes get them up to a certain level of stuff. So you make them go more. and work on like an easel, just mm. like classic art. And then, oh, they're a bit lonely. So go hang out for a little <laughs> bit and then go back to the art and then read a book and then hang out for a bit. Jesus. Just to like, I like the Balance. idea. Maybe it's a Libra thing. Just like to, to cover all the bases. I, I don't think I've ever played The Sims and you're blowing my mind. Is that really what it is? You just I, guide yeah. someone to a book to read for a bit? <laughs> well, you That's can, crazy. You... They have like skill levels and you can go and do a thing to build up their skill. And if they get jobs and stuff, yeah. so you can go and like do a job and you have to work at this one skill to get a promotion and to like get mm-hmm. better. So you have like a bookcase and then you can upgrade the bookcase so it has better books and they level up faster. Whoa. And so... That's so weird. Why does Why does this game exist? And why do people want to do that do people still do that like do you remember hearing about second life 
Oh yeah. 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 Oh, like that is even that's a bit one more like next level. Perverted yeah, and... perverted underbelly Sims because like you could make weird like fetish characters or like a dragon with like breasts and like PVC. Hell yeah. And then you can make your like own like weird whatever like. Yeah dungeon world or something it's like a rat on four cups and that rat's got breasts and they there used to be either like a bloomberg or like a serious business reporter at the time that like legit only reported on second life because they had linden dollars like they had an alternate economy right. that people were fucking with but like i don't know that people mess around on second life now it's not I don't know there's either. too much stuff going on my friend andy told me the craziest second life story because uh, you can fly in that right I, yeah, I think yeah, you I could fly. There's like a, a little mod you could add to your <laughs> yeah, yeah. second yeah, life. You could be Shrek and you can fly. Uh, with like six breasts. <laughs> yeah, Shrek with six <laughs> breasted cow Shrek that can fly. Donkey, fly. look at my beautiful tits. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go, Shrek. Um, my friend got up and flew across the Atlantic Ocean and he said it took hours. And he was just like in his apartment, just like watching. cleaning up, watching his character fly across the Atlantic Ocean. And then... Uh, Eventually, he reached an island okay. somewhere off the coast of Europe or Africa, I guess. And uh, he wasn't sure where. And he landed and it was like a like a colony of people. There's like a dozen people or something. And he was chatting with them the way you do yeah, like yeah, type yeah. chatting. Yeah. And they're all like real people using their computers. Sure. Yeah. And it wow. was all women except for this one guy. Okay. And then the guy like <laughs> went up to him and he's like, hey, can I talk to you for a second? So they had to like move away, move their characters away wow. on this island and wow. then typed this conversation to each other, which was the guy saying, listen, I've got a good thing going here. Do you mind taking off? And Andy was like, oh, my God. OK, I guess. So he got up and he flew away. So he arrived on the virtual little St. James Island where Jeffrey Epstein was basically like, dude. You are not harem. supposed to be here. Do you mind? I mean, I feel I mean, like... Who I mean... I think he met Jeffrey Epstein in Second Life. <laughs> he definitely met someone who had that something so going. Weird. And it, it was a wow. little harem, a little island harem. And so my uh, my friend decided it was not worth the confrontation to so sticker it. Not kind of good thing going he wasn't here. there to cyber with a bunch of oh my uh, Lord. fake ladies. It kind of reminds me of uh, like Flight Simulator. You can do real-time flights mm. so, so like, it's like 10 hours yeah and it's like you can kind of learn how to fly from that uh -huh. but i was thinking about i was <laughs> i was laughing with my friend about there being like a prison simulator where you could just like do your your sentence in like real time oh so like i could here's my idea for the game right so okay I'll just quickly go through this. So, like, you start out, and it's like a um, like an operation game. So you're mm. like a surgeon doing okay. open heart surgery, yeah. Like that. And that's the game how it like starts off, All right. and then that goes well. It's like a cut scene. So you get in your car and you drive home, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and then you walk in on your wife, and she's having sex with someone else. Sure. So in the cut scene, you like kill them both okay and then you get oh. put into prison and wow. then the game starts okay so you are in prison and you have to just like navigate the prison world life? prison life yeah so good can... surgeon bad husband prison yeah like i think that'd be <laughs> really game. cool wow. idea for a game where you don't know where the game's gonna go it's mm. like a virtual now you're in prison game. and it's real time 
yeah. virtual real-time prison yeah. and you have to just like trade cigarettes your body for favors decide what do yeah. i want to go with the latinx kings or the white supremacists the or do i stay with like the <laughs> asians get some protection mm, that'd be cool because mm. like virtual reality games are kind of becoming more and more like um advanced so yeah sure i think it'd be a cool format for a game where you don't know where the game goes it's like a film and then i guess you could choose whether you want to uh, escape or based on your mm -hmm. own as a player moral compass whether you deserve this prison time <laughs> yeah exactly and then you just stick it out the other feature of the game is when you're preparing for the trial <laughs> like you can choose to go and do all the paperwork and read all the law books yeah or you can Study. skip that thing yeah and just take your chances with the trial but yeah that will give you like a heavier sentence. Stay in prison, get really smart at a couple <laughs> languages. Work out. Learn, work and out. And then... Kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> at peak, at get peak. really strong and just strangle yourself. <laughs> yeah. Get so strong that that works. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it'd be a cool idea. That does sound cool. I would... Here's another version of that game that you could explore is you start in the prison and you don't know what you did or whether you're Ooh. actually guilty Ooh. and you have to discover that Ooh, oh yeah that's good it's like a memento type yeah reverse amnesia Ooh, that's a good one you that's can a choose mystery. to discover it or not Ooh. maybe you bump your head did you ever Ooh. see that x-files episode where a guy wakes up in prison and he's been he's on he's like going to the electric chair i think or something but he's he's been like found guilty of killing his wife and then, uh, and it's really hard. And he's, he's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't remember this. Yeah. And then he might die or he just goes to bed that night in prison knowing that he's going to uh, get capital punishment or whatever. But he wakes up the next day, but it's the day before. What? And he keeps waking up the day before. So uh. he's moving in reverse towards the day of the crime. Oh. And every day he has to like convince Mulder that this is happening because Mulder's seeing him for what he thinks is the first time. And yeah. this guy's like, essentially this guy's got to figure out whether he killed his wife and if he didn't, who did in order mm -hmm. that in order for him to get, cause he knows he's going to wake up on that day. So he's got to wake up that day right. and stop it from happening. <laughs> if it wasn't sense. him, yeah. it's a really good episode. It's so good that I remember when I was a kid, this one uh, Christmas, it was on like a week before Christmas and my parents were, my family was decorating the tree and they were like come upstairs it's time to decorate the tree this is like an unusual family activity for us that you must participate in and i i didn't <laughs> come to them i stayed i was like i can't you don't understand this is the most riveting episode of anything i've ever seen and then they were mad at me for a really long time really like, you chose television over family and i was like but the the writing was is so good you don't get it that's always quite a interesting feeling as a kid where where you see something on tv or like you see like something that's really engaging and you can't like enunciate why it's so good mm -hmm. because you obviously at that point you haven't seen that many things that like grab you that way and it's like a really like alluring i don't know it's a really like cool feeling when you first have that like oh shit this is really interesting mm. on like a intellectual level mm -hmm. sure what kind of game do you have any game ideas? Mark had his game. You had your game. Mm. Mine is just really stupid. Like, what if you were like a lizard or a chameleon? Or like, you know, they used to have those evolution games where you would start as a blob and then depending on the choices you make, you turn into, I forget what it was called. You it was like a Nintendo a... game or something. Oh. 
you'd be like a lizard crawling out of the sea and then you could decide how to evolve. Oh, they had that. But I like that. I wonder what would, I would want something that was like almost mundane, very boring, but yet really engaging. How would you do that? I actually am not sure. Maybe it's like a game that tricks you into meditation. I think that would just be interesting. Just be a lizard and just crawl around being Yes, frankly, be like cool. I was just like, you're a chameleon and you're just being a chameleon. Because mm. I always thought chameleons would be a cool pet to have. Because so I have cute mitten hands and they change colors and their eyes go in yeah. different ways. Mm. You could, they have a long tongue, so maybe you could feed them a cricket across a room or something. Ooh, if it was nice. VR as well, you could just like, I'd want to be, yeah, I'd want to, I'd want like a lizard chameleon, not a reptile. A snake is not that interesting. I'm really mm. waiting for, wait, for when chameleon. games get to that level that's like, you could just be a lizard. Yeah, like really, really good. VR. We won't get that. F we're not that far from it. I'm exactly. Sure. Yeah. I'm gonna combine a couple ideas here for the perfect game. You're the Geico Gecko who's just <laughs> killed his wife. <laughs> and you're in, you're in human <laughs> prison. The <laughs> human prison. Insurance fraud. You're an Australian gecko <laughs> in American prison. Oh shit! And you've uh -oh. got to throw the book. You've got to get out. And your only friend is that. Uh, <laughs> what's that called? <laughs> Better get Aflac duck. Oh, the duck. <laughs> so the duck, the is, duck the, is your, is your only hope. Shit. Oh, damn. damn and, you, and you can't afford a lawyer because the Shit. duck spent all your money. <laughs> okay. I think that about wraps it up. Mark yeah. Little. Yes. Thank you very much. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. Sure. I will I be taking this big ball away. stole it. That's, that's the upheaval. Us. He steals. He steals my instrument. <laughs> Ah, the drum thief card. This never comes up. <laughs>